Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Daydream and Listen podcast. My name is Krista. Hope that everyone is doing super well and that you guys are enjoying your day. Life for me has been super busy with mostly good things, but yeah, life has just been super, super busy. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who has had a book schedule lately. If you're a college student, this is an especially busy time of year because you're either in finals, getting ready for them, maybe you're moving out of your dorm on campus or going to be starting a summer internship or, you know, something like that. And for me, I'm graduating college in a few weeks. So yeah, life has just been super hectic, but you know, all good things. It's like got a lot of loose ends to tie up, but they're all good things. So with me coming to an end of this important milestone, I've been thinking a lot about the future and life beyond college. And lately, I've been talking with a few friends about having these sort of like anxiety um, nerves over what life is going to be like when we get out out of the school bubble and get into the quote-unquote real world. So this week, I want to talk about what's been on my mind with thinking of the future and also provide a bit of advice when it comes to dealing with graduation anxiety, job hunting anxiety, stuff like that. But before we get into all of that, let's discuss the highs and the lows of this past week of my life. Okay, so let's start off with my highs of the week. Guys, this past week has just been so amazing, full of so much serotonin, because I finally got to see some of my closest friends from college for the first time in over a year in person which was such a big deal just because um, I'm used to seeing these people like every single day and then to go over a year without getting to see them face to face and just really like communicating through text. um, It was such a big deal for us to be back together. So yeah, I got to go to Seaside, Florida this past week with my friends. Um, We went to celebrate my one friend's birthday and then also just to like be back together and hang out for the first time in a while and it was so much fun. I'd never been to Seaside before um, but my friends, they both live um, more in the south, like closer to the area so they had been there quite a few times and for so many years just been telling me like we have to go someday, it's so beautiful, it's so much fun and we finally got to go and guys, it lives up to the hype. Like it is such a cute beach town. The area is absolutely beautiful and I feel like it's just the perfect, perfect place to like get away for the beach. Now, from what my friends were saying, it is really busy there in the summertime, so maybe not the best spot for summer vacation, but honestly, us going there in April was amazing because there weren't a lot of people. I mean, there still were people there, but like really not a lot of people, so we were able to like enjoy the area, like get around without feeling like things were super crowded, enjoy the beach without being surrounded by tons of people and it was just such a lovely time and I definitely want to go back sometime in the future because there's so many other parts that like we didn't even get to 
explore. We kind of just stayed in the seaside area. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun. Definitely recommend if you're looking for like a good girls trip or maybe you and your siblings or I don't know, family members want to go down there. It's, it's definitely a fun time. And like traveling, I was a little bit nervous because I haven't traveled alone in quite a while, but thankfully it all worked out and I felt pretty safe the whole time. So that was good too. But yeah, I was just, oh my gosh, super excited for that. Um, my other high is that I found some graduation dress options. So I've been on the hunt for a couple weeks now trying to find some good graduation dresses. Now, I don't know who came up with this rule or even if it is like a designated rule, but for some reason, a lot of girls choose to wear white for college graduation. Um, and I'm not saying like everybody because I know quite a few people who haven't worn white for their graduation. Um, maybe they'll wear a color that it like it coordinates with their cap and gown. Um, but my school, for whatever reason, you know, we are the Fashion Institute of Technology, but for whatever reason, we have blue as our one color, which, okay, makes sense. Blue's pretty universal. And then the other color is orange. I was like, huh? Orange? Now, I know some people, like, make orange really trendy and, like, it can have its moment, but, like, orange? Really? We could have gone with literally any other color in the rainbow and it would have made more sense than orange. I get it, complimentary colors, but, like, no, no. So, I'm not going to be wearing orange for graduation, um, and I feel like blue and white will go well, well together. But yeah, lately I've just been, I was on the hunt to find a good dress. I didn't want anything that was like too long because um, I just, I didn't want to feel like I was wearing all these like bulky items because like caps and gowns, well, mostly just like the gown itself is like pretty bulky. Um, and, you know, I didn't want to get anything with like super puffy sleeves because I felt like that would look weird with the gown but I feel like I found some good options and I wanted to get two because I'm getting to go to New York to um, see my classmates also see them for the first time in like over a year and we're going to be taking some graduation pictures and I wanted a cute dress for that so I have an option for that and then I'm also going to be watching my virtual graduation ceremony with my family at home so I also wanted like an option for that too in case we take pictures or what have you um so yeah I'm excited for those to come in hopefully they both look good but at least I have options in case like one doesn't work okay now for my low of the week this really has only been the one low of my week but it has it has made the week a little bit less enjoyable and that is the fact that I've had some pretty intense sunburns. I've been victim of the sun and um, yeah, I, listen guys, I'm pretty fair-skinned and I know that anytime I go out into the sun, I need to have sunscreen on my face or any part of my body that's going to be exposed because I will likely get burned and it is so important to take care of your skin um, for short-term and long-term reasons, but despite all of the precautions that I took with reapplying sunscreen and making sure I had high SPF sunscreen on, I still got burnt. 
um, and it hasn't been fun to deal with. So my worst one is like on my shoulder. I had like this weird strap situation going on with one of my swimsuits and the burn is pretty dark um, and pretty painful. So I've been trying to like moisturize and put aloe on it, but it's one of those ones where like it is so sensitive to the touch that I just almost like want to leave it unbothered because it it's like the minimal amount of pain comes from when I'm not touching it. Um, but also my lips of all places got really sunburned and I was applying so much um, chapstick when we were out and about because I wanted to keep my lips hydrated, but I didn't realize the um, chapstick I was using did not have SPF in it. So that kind of like defeated the purpose of wearing chapstick. Um, so yeah, my lips got burnt, needless to say. And one day I woke up and my lips were actually swollen, but not like swollen in a good way where it was like, ooh, got like a little bit of extra plump. It looked like I got really bad injections and like one side of my bottom lip was bigger than the other. And now they're at the stage where they're cracking. So it's not fun. It does not look cute. And I'm trying to like get a hold of this because it's it's not something I want to live with for any longer than I need to. So yeah, that has been the low of my week. Just, you know, crackling, cracking lips and um, peeling. It's, it's gross. Not a fun time. Um, but I feel like typically every spring summer season I usually get burnt once and then I'm good for the rest of the season like I don't know what it is I my skin is like oh shoot the sun and then after that it's like oh yeah like we know the sun we're not going to react in such a drastic way so I'm hoping the rest of the spring and the summer I don't get burnt because all I want is like a nice little tan I don't need to be like I don't know, super olivey, whatever. Like, I just want a little bit of color so I don't look incredibly pale, but I also don't want to look like a red tomato. So, anyways, those were my highs and my lows of the week. Now, let's get into this week's episode topic. So, I first want to start off by talking about the whole graduation and job anxiety because I feel like this is something that, like, we need to talk about. I've been discussing with so many of my friends and we've kind of just been like venting to each other and it helps because I feel like if you're not like putting your problems out there to your friends and saying this is what I'm struggling with, this is what I'm going through and you're just bottling up all of those feelings, it it's not good for you long term. Eventually you will just burst into tears and have a breakdown as I've done several times in the past. So this past week, just like being with my friends, a lot of us, we were just kind of talking about our futures and our anxieties about life after graduation, finding a job, becoming an adult, all of these big things because it is a whole new season of life. I feel like if you are doing sort of like the stereotypical thing of like, you graduate high school and then you go to college or you go to some type of schooling program, there is a little bit of like a safety net with you because it's like you're still treated as like a young adult slash kid. You don't have to bear like a ton of responsibilities. I know everybody's situation is different, but like for the most part, it's like we're all kind of on the same page. 
But after college or after your program that you're done with, it's like everyone sort of goes their separate ways. Some people go to grad school, some people are looking for full-time jobs, some people freelance, some people take a gap year or like, you know, some people get married and like that's their life now. Like everybody's kind of doing their own thing and it can be stressful if you don't have a lot of answers or you don't feel like you have a ton of direction. And I know for me, for so long, I just have been trying to figure out a plan for everything. That is like my fatal flaw is that I want to plan out literally every component of my life and have everything figured out because it gives me peace of mind. Like, hold on, I just have to say this because this was so funny. My friends and I, we were out to eat one night and somehow we got into this topic of um, just, I, I don't know, we were talking about like relationships or something. And I gave them the entire play-by-play of how I would like to meet my significant other in the future. And they were laughing so hard. They were like, how in the world do you have all of this planned out? I mean, like, like situation by situation. Like, we're going to meet here and we have these friends in common and blah, blah, blah. And this is going to happen and then that's going to happen. And I'm going to say this and then hopefully he says that. And they were laughing so hard. They were like, you are insane. Like, how do you have all of this planned out? And they're like, you know, none of that is going to happen. And I'm like, I know, but it gives me peace of mind for whatever reason. And so that is just like a perfect example of how my brain works is where I want to like dream up all of these scenarios where I'm like, yeah, I'd love my life to turn out this way. But like it probably won't and that's okay because it's going to work out for whatever reason it's meant to. And that's something like, I guess that's my first bit of advice when it comes to like dealing with these anxieties and unknown situations is just know that first of all, things take time. Things take time to work themselves out to get those answers. I feel like I've applied to a ridiculous amount of jobs or reached out to so many people, try to make all of these professional connections, you know, do all these like hokey things. I mean, like a lot of them are really beneficial, but some of them can, you know, kind of just be hokey. All of these things to get my foot in the door, make all these connections, kind of prep myself as much as I can and hope that something will work out and the right door will open, but I've had to wait so long to hear any answers. For months and months, it has just been complete and utter silence, and even like, I'll be real with you guys, me reaching out to people that I thought I would have an in with, like, oh yeah, like, I have a good relationship with so-and-so, or like, this group of people, certainly they will reach back out to me and we'll have a great connection and either they'll give me a job or they'll know someone who is hiring or, you know, it'll work out with that. Nothing. Complete and utter silence. And situations that I was so confident in and that I was like willing to put all of my eggs into that basket, it did not work out. And that was so devastating to come to terms with that like, shoot, this dream that I had conjured up in my mind, it's not working out 
at this current time. That's not to say that I will never connect with those people or I will never work with certain dream companies that I had in mind, but for this current time, it's just not meant to be. Like, it's it's not what I'm supposed to be doing at this current time and I can't see the big picture of everything in life like I can't see why I'm not supposed to be connecting with these people I can't see why I'm not supposed to be working in this specific role or with this specific company at this time but I have to trust and know that there is a specific reason for why it's not working at this time and I was actually I I saw this TikTok the other day Um, and this girl was talking about, um, actors, different actors and actresses, and she was listening to a bunch of interviews with them and noticed that a lot of them were saying, I tried out for such and such role and I didn't end up getting it. And such and such actor ended up getting that role in my place. And because I didn't get that role, that actually opened up another door for me to become the director of this movie. I think she was talking about Greta Gerwig. That's how you say her last name. Um, She auditioned for some role. I forget what movie it was. A pretty big movie. And she didn't get it. She then had the opportunity to direct, I think it was Lady Bird, um, which is like a movie that put her name on the map. She got so famous from directing that movie. That movie won awards And she has gone on to direct so many amazing motion pictures after that. So, and then the girl listed like a bunch of other actors and actresses who had the same situation where like they were so confident in wanting to get this specific role, they didn't end up getting it. But that um, rejection was then a setup for them to step into whatever opportunity that really was like their destiny. It really put their name on the map. It really secured them in what it is that they're meant to do in their career. And just hearing that, like, obviously that is a whole different scale. Like me getting a full-time job, my first full-time job compared to like Greta Gerwig becoming the director of like one of the biggest movies um, from a couple years ago, like completely different thing. But it still is just a good example of you never know why you're not hearing back from those people and you never fully know what that rejection or what that silence from those people, what that can lead you to. So all that to say is just, I know it's really tough. And for me, especially, I struggle so much with finding patient or like being patient in things. Um, And really trusting that like this is going to work out I just have to be patient because I just I want to know I want that assurance and I want to feel secure I think that's something that I crave so much is just feeling secure in things but I think that you have to realize that there's so many other so many other big things going on in this world that are outside of your control. You can't see the big picture of like, you know, one day you will wake up and you will get that breakthrough and you will get the, 
when you get that breakthrough, it's going to work out for a specific reason. And had you have gotten that breakthrough months ago, it probably wouldn't have had the same impact that it has now. So um, I'll give you guys an example slash a little update on myself. So like I said, I'd been applying for countless amounts of jobs, reaching out to so many people, and I felt like I wasn't getting any answers and just I was getting nervous because, you know, you go on LinkedIn and you go on whatever social media and everyone's like, I am so excited to announce that I am accepting this internship or I'm accepting this full-time opportunity with such and such company. And obviously, that's great. And I'm super proud of those people, especially if they're people that I know and I know their work ethic and I know um, what that must mean to them for them to get that opportunity. But, you know, you go on LinkedIn and you see those things so many times and it's like a double-edged sword it's amazing because it's like good for you I'm so happy for you and you should let the world know that all of your hard work is paying off but at the same time LinkedIn can be so detrimental when it comes to like comparing yourself to other people and you see those posts or you hear about people who have interviews with such and such company or have certain opportunities to work with these people And it can be really tough to separate you being proud of them and you being, you getting like self-conscious and beating yourself up because you're not at the same level. You don't feel like you're at the same level as those people. So, you know, after months and months of feeling all of those things, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. If I don't have a job by X month when... I want to. Like for me, I was like, I want to have a job secured before I graduate. And then I got to this point where I was like, you know what? If I don't, is it really going to be the end of the world? Like I am very grateful that I have very supportive parents, that I've had previous work experiences where I've gotten paid and have been able to save up that money. And I'm not in a place where like my world is going to come crumbling down if I don't have a job for a couple of months, if I'm not like secured in something for a couple of months. So, you know, months and months time has passed and I've really just been like trusting and hoping and believing that it's going to work out, that there's something out there for me and I'm just going to keep doing all that I can and really just trust that it's going to happen. I'm not going to compare myself to other people. I'm just going to focus on the things that I can control and be proud of those other people who are getting the opportunities and getting those answers at that time. Now, I have recently accepted a full-time position as a graphic designer. Um, I'm not sure yet if like I should say the company that I'm working for, Um, I feel like a lot of people will probably know the company. It is a fashion company. Um, So I'm probably going to hold off a little bit on saying the name yet. Um, But I have accepted a full-time position. And I'm very excited about it. And here's the thing. After I accepted this role, I reflected for a second. And I realized, you know what? Had I gotten this news months ago, it wouldn't have had the same impact on me. I've been, I've like opened up a little bit on this podcast before about how hard this past year was for me mentally 
And it, it really has taken a toll on me. And slowly things have like started to get better. I feel like I've slowly started to get back into a better mental place. But I feel like the timing of this all has just been so perfect because I found out I got this job and I got all of this good news about some other things in my personal life, things related to school, and then I got to go see my friends. And so I feel like I was really able to celebrate and enjoy this victory, I guess you could say, like this accomplishment of mine. And had I found out months ago, when I didn't really have anything else going for me, I felt like, yay, I would have been happy about the job. I would have celebrated then. But then when it came to this current time in May, I would have been like, oh yeah, like I got a job, whatever. Like the excitement was probably going to wear off. But I felt like the timing of it all was perfect because I was really able to fully feel like I had breakthrough. Like I was finally getting to see my friends again. I felt like I was like having a social life again. I had some other things in my personal life working out. I have this job secured. Like I was fully able to feel like, wow, I have a breakthrough. Like I've been dealing with so much junk this past year and I finally feel like things are turning up. And I feel like because all of this good stuff was happening at once, I was really able to enjoy it more and celebrate all of the trials and late nights and frustrations and tears and whatever. All of that was able to, I felt like all of that paid off in that moment because of all of the good things that I was able to celebrate aside from getting a job. Um, So I'm not to say, I'm not saying like that's going to be the case for you, but I think my situation is just a testament to things will happen when they are supposed to happen. I truly, you know, I, I am religious and I like believe in God and I do think that like there are, there's specific timing, divine timing, whatever you want to call it for things to happen because that is your purpose. That is when those things are destined to happen. Um, And I think that it's just important to trust that those things are going to work out when they're supposed to. I know personally how difficult it is waiting around for those answers and continuously putting yourself out there and feeling like you're not getting any type of feedback, but you truly never know. Someone that you reached out to on LinkedIn, it might take them six weeks, six months, years to answer you back but when they do they might be like hey I was just thinking of you I know this girl who works for such and such company or she's doing such and such project and they'd love to have you on we've seen you know how dedicated you are or I really appreciate your patience or your loyalty or whatever like you never know what those things are all of like the little seeds that you've planted, what that is going to grow into. So as tough as it is, just keep pressing on, keep moving forward. Um, That's a quote that I've talked about that before on the podcast. But anyways, just, you know, keep 
pressing forward and know that it is going to work out. I know how hard it is to not compare yourself because with social media and just being around other people who are also in like a similar bubble, if you're like me and you go to a very specific school, like I go to fashion school, so a lot of people are working with fashion, beauty, home, art related brands, companies, all that kind of stuff. It is a very specific there are very specific industries that I'm involved in and it's great because there's a lot of overlap but at the same time word gets around quickly and it's easy to find out that she got a job at wherever she's doing this opportunity she's working for this specific project and it's hard not comparing yourself um but if you guys need any type of encouragement to get you through whatever specific situation it is or you just want someone to vent to about your specific situation please do not hesitate to reach out because I know how difficult these things can be and also if you just here's the other thing I want to address there's a lot going on in our lives, especially if you are a creative person. I've talked with so many of my friends and we've just talked about having creative burnout and not feeling motivation to work on portfolios, apply to certain places, reach out to certain people. That is all normal. You should not feel shame for feeling unmotivated to be applying and reaching out to all these people and doing all of these extra things because it is a lot of work. It takes a lot out of you, especially if you've been working so hard this semester. I also think it's important to focus on going at your own pace, doing what is best for you. Maybe you aren't supposed to get a job the first couple of months or the first year after you graduate from college. Um, Maybe you need to take a year or six months or however long you need to, to really put in the time, put in the effort, get creatively inspired um, to work on your craft, to work on your portfolio. And maybe during that time, you get some amazing opportunities to work with brands, to connect with people, to do a bunch of commissions. Like you never know where that can lead you. And especially with social media, like I know so many people who have blown up on TikTok and Instagram because they have put their work out there on social media and really have just embraced being their most creative self on social media and that has led them to some phenomenal opportunities. So you truly never know what is ahead of you and I think it's just important to go at your own pace and chase after the things that are really inspiring you. Don't chase the dream that 15 other people are chasing. If that's not what satisfies you and that's not what gets you excited, clearly you need to be going in another direction. You should only be doing and focusing on things that are bringing you fulfillment, that are bringing you joy because at the end of the day, you don't want to wake up and realize, shoot, I've been trace, I've been chasing someone else's dream. This isn't what gives me fulfillment and happiness. And I think that eventually everyone is going to have that breakthrough, have that aha moment where they finally feel like they're doing what they love. Maybe it's not the typical nine to five setting, Monday through Friday, work week. 
as long as you are chasing after and working towards things that make you happy and feel like you can grow as a person, that is all you should be focusing on. You shouldn't be focusing on what level someone is at or what level you're at in your job or how much money you're making or how much money this other person is making. Truly focusing on how can I better myself today? Am I doing things to better myself as a person creatively? Am I putting myself, putting my best foot forward in this? If not, what do I need to do? I need to backtrack a little bit and relook at the big picture of life and figure out, okay, well, I'm really not happy doing this thing or I really don't like living in this area. I'm just going to try something new. And also like for me, like I said, I love to plan things out, but I've learned that it's important to just be spontaneous about certain things, not being afraid to take risks because even if worst case scenario, you end up in a job or you end up moving somewhere or doing something that you're like, yeah, maybe that wasn't the best decision. You still walk away from that experience learning something new about yourself. You're learning things that you don't like in a workplace environment. You're learning things that you don't like about living in certain areas. So even if, worst case scenario, the situation that you've been working towards doesn't end up the way that you planned out, you're still able to walk away from that experience like, yep, I I hated that. That wasn't fun. It wasn't all that I thought it was going to be, but I at least learned this about myself. I can at least walk away knowing that going forward, I'm not going to tolerate this. I'm going to look for companies or look for people who possess this specific quality um, from an employee. Um, I want to live in a specific area that has this and not that. You know, all of these big life questions, like this is just part of being an adult. Like my parents were telling me that like so many areas of your life, you're constantly going to be like, yeah, I have no clue what I'm doing. But at the end of the day, even if things don't work out the way that you envision them to, you're at least able to walk away knowing, all right, well, I at least know how to approach this new situation differently because I learned something from this past situation. Um, So all that to say, just stay optimistic, trust the process, as I always say, um, because it will eventually work out. You will eventually get that breakthrough. And also just I think it's also good too to practice to not be resentful of other people. That when you see that person posting about the opportunity that they just accepted or the partnership that they just got or the car that they just bought or the house or the clothes or the whatever, to be be proud of them. I feel like so much of this like... um, toxic resentment, toxic jealousy is ingrained into how we see other people. Whether they're our best friends or they're our worst enemies, we have been conditioned to when we see someone else succeeding, we can't just be proud for them. We can't just acknowledge that like, you know what? Good for them. They deserve that. They're meant to be in that position or have that thing at this current time. Maybe that's not for me, but good for them even if it's people that you don't like, just be happy for them. 
and know that that person's success has no hold and should not have any hold over your life and where you are in your life because at the end of the day, we are all called and we're all purposed to do our own individual things and you can't get hung up on someone else's accomplishments. The least you can do, the best you can do, is to just be happy for that person because you don't know what they were going through to get to that point and you're at least going to be at peace with yourself. You're not going to feel resentment for that person. You can just say like, you know what? Good for them. I'm not going to fret over where they are in their life. I'm going to continue to focus on me and where I'm at in my situation. Um, So yeah, that was a whole lot. But all that to say that, you know, a lot of little things that we worry about, the things that we stress over, the things that we let turn into anxiety a lot of them aren't going to matter in five years time and even if you don't have a job for the first couple of years after you graduate you have to realize you are likely going to live a long life you're not going to look back and be like oh yeah I really wasted that one year because I did not have a job when I was 22 man that was such a waste of my life No, you're going to have a wonderful, long, happy life and you're going to be able to accomplish so many things. Just think of it this way. Look at how much you've been able to accomplish in your, I don't know how old you are. If you're like in your 20s, for me, like I'm 22, I look at myself and see like, wow, I have learned so much in these 22 years. I've been able to do all of these things in these 22 years hey, I'd love to live to be 100. So I have a lot of life ahead of me. I, When I am on my deathbed or when I'm nearing the end of my life, I'm not going to be looking back at that one year when I was in my 20s and I had no clue what I was doing and say that like, yeah, I really ruined my life because my life was, that was a waste of time because I didn't know what was going on. No, I think we're all going to look back and be like, yeah, we're all kind of in the same boat and you just got to choose to make the best out of your situation. And you don't want to look back on your life and be like, yeah, I stressed way too much about something that I really didn't need to stress about in the grand scheme of life. So with that said, let's go into talking more about the other things that I've been thinking about um, in with dealing with like the future, thinking of um, the future of my life. Okay, so something else that my friends and I have been talking about is just the fact that so many people our age are in various stages of life. And I know this is literally everybody's experience in their 20s. I see so many people on social media posting about, I'm 25 and one of my friends told me like, like I asked to hang out with some of my friends and some of them are parents and have to look after their infants and then other of my friends are getting like blackout drunk and I'm just here like, uh, what the heck am I doing? So I feel like so many people in their 20s were all going through different stages. Some people are making drastic life decisions like getting married, getting a house, having kids, having pets, things like that. 
And then other people are still in, like, the college, like, partying phase. And then other people are just, like, working full-time jobs or just are unemployed and, like, traveling the world or, like, you know, all doing very different things. So, it is really hard to not compare yourself in that way. Like, aside from jobs and what people are doing after graduation, there's also this pressure of am I making the right decisions? Am I utilizing my time wisely on this earth? Should I be in this other place in life at this time? Like for me, I don't really talk about like my relationships, dating life on the podcast that much, aside from my one podcast that I made on, I think I posted it on Valentine's Day, where I was talking about like how I've never had a boyfriend really, aside from like, you know, stupid talking phases in like middle school and high school but you know I know quite a few people who are my age or maybe like a year older and they're getting married or they're having kids and then outside of people that I personally know I know a lot of people like know of a lot of people on social media who are my age they're married they have a house maybe they want to have kids yada 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 And so, it's really hard to not compare yourself to be like, shoot, I am single in my 20s and um, I know people who literally have children right now. Like, it's such a weird thing um, to deal with and unfortunately, I'm in my early 20s so I'm probably going to be dealing with this for the next bit of my life. Um, But, you know, I... I try not to fret about like by this age I need to be engaged and then I need to be engaged for this long and then I'm going to be married. Like how I literally told you guys that in my head I had a um an entire act um laid out for how I want to meet my significant other. Yeah like I literally can't do that. It's it's not healthy. I still do it sometimes. It's it's not good but Um, I tried to find this balance of like, you know, it never hurts to like dream about these things or think about these things because I think it's good to know like, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? Do you want to live in a specific area? Do you want to live in an apartment or a townhouse the rest of your life? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want pets? Do you want kids? If so, how many would you kind of maybe want? Um, you know, I, I don't think it's it's bad to think about those things. It's just whenever you get to the point where you're like, by this age, I'm going to be doing this and I need to be at this point in my life at this age and making this much money and buying these things and all that kind of stuff. Like, you can't get too far deep into it. And I am the biggest hypocrite because I literally do that all the time. But I'm just saying... um trying to reassure you guys that like it's not the best to do that but you know I when I've been on interviews or like I just meet new people um people will ask like well you know where do you see yourself in five years whether they're talking about like career related things like where would you like to be in your career in five years or they're talking about like more personal things and for me like I'm not really sure where I want to live. Like, I I loved living in New York. I enjoy living in a city. I think it's super fun and there's lots of 
benefits to living a city. But I also think of it this way too, like I've grown up in a very rural environment my whole life and there are things I enjoy about like the country area, not like the uh, like southwestern area, that's not what I mean, but like living in the middle of nowhere. There are certain aspects of it that I like, like I am surrounded by so much beautiful nature and I love waking up every day in the springtime and seeing all of the beautiful trees with the blossoming flowers and literally when I look out my window, let's see, oh, they're not there, but normally when I look out my window, I literally see alpacas because my neighbor ha- my neighbors have those and they're kind of in their front side yard so I can see them every day and I think that's super cool. Like when I'm in New York, uh, you know, I can't say that would never happen, but normally I can't look out my window and see livestock and stuff like that. Um, so I think ultimately I'd love to find like a happy medium where maybe I live close to a city, but I live in an area where I have like a front yard and a backyard or I feel like connected to nature and I'm not just constantly seeing like pavement and concrete and construction outside my window all the time. I'd like to find like a happy medium of that. I definitely want a house for sure. I've lived in a few apartments. They haven't been like the typical like shoebox New York City apartments. Like they've definitely been small, but I would say it's livable, but I can't see myself doing that for the rest of my life. Your girl loves to decorate. I love furniture. I love interior design, things like that. And I would love to have my own house where I could decorate. Like, are you kidding me? I'm dreaming big. I want to be one of those architectural digest people. They come to my house and I'm like, yeah, please let's show off my super cool decorations because I think it's super fun. But, you know, I'd love to have my own house. I think that would be great. Um, And then whenever it comes to like more social things, I'm at this point asking for the bare minimum. I think that it's tough whenever you go to a city school and everyone is kind of going to be going their own separate directions. Like a lot of people that I know of, I'm sure are going to be staying in the New York area, but some of my friends I know are going to be moving to different parts of the country. Some of my friends are possibly moving to different parts of the world. And I think for me, something I've realized over the last five, ten years is how important friendship is and that I at least want to have a good, solid group of friends where I can see them in person and we can hang out. I will still connect and be close with my friends who are more long distance because obviously that's important. We've build up these relationships and just because we're not going to be able to physically see one another on a regular basis that doesn't mean that like oh well we gotta end that friendship I still want to continue those but I do realize how important it is to physically see your friends to physically be with your friends and another thing I've realized too is you know I've talked about this before I go to a predominantly all-girls school there are some guys who go to FIT but like every girl in my major or everyone in my major is girls um and when I was on campus pretty much everyone I would encounter were girls maybe there was the occasional guy thrown in there 
but I realized that when you are surrounding yourself with friends, it's good to have a balance, a balance of girls and guys. In high school, I had quite a few guy friends and I had some girlfriends and I think it was a nice to have that balance, but I, that is something that I want going forward. Like, I'm not, I, I feel like I'm at this point, well, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. Let me back up. When my friends and I were hanging out, we went around and we asked one another this question. We were like, where do you feel like you are maturity-wise? Um, like, what do you feel like you are ready for in a sense of maturity? Like, do you feel like you are mature enough to be in a relationship? Do you feel like you're mature enough to get married? Do you feel like you're mature enough to have kids? And some of my friends were like, yeah, I could be a mom right now. Like, I am so ready to be a mom. I would love to be a parent. All of that stuff. And I think that's great. I know people who have kids really young and they make awesome parents. My friends are like very, very nurturing and are going to be great with kids. For me, I'm like, if you were to tell me that tomorrow I would wake up and find out that I'm going to be a mom, first of all, I would laugh and be like, I'm the second coming of Mary. Second of all, um, I would be like, uh, I do not feel like maturely, maturity-wise ready to be a parent. And I know so many people say like, even when you are like ready, ready to be a parent, you're never like ready to be a parent you're always going to be like unprepared or never feel like you are prepared enough to be a parent and that's okay and you will learn to handle it but I think for me I'm like I am so young although I feel like I'm a a mature person I don't feel like I am ready for one getting married and two having kids I feel like I need time for that and I at least just want to start off having a good group of friends, both guys and girls. I feel like I'm mature enough and ready to be in a relationship. Don't know when that's going to happen, but I see so many people like getting worked up and worried over the fact that like they see so many people at different stages in their life where they are making these big life decisions and I think it just all goes back to like you need to ask yourself what it is that you personally feel like you're ready for you the last thing you want to do is ever like rush into something because you feel pressure from other people to make these big life decisions because let's not minimize here how much of a big life change it is to one get married and two have kids whatever order you're doing it. Like, it, it is a big decision. It is a big commitment to get married and also to become a parent. And and also, like, if you're owning a home or getting a pet or, you know, other big things like that, those are all big commitments. And we should not just minimize it and be like, oh, yeah, we've been dating for, like, this brief amount of time and, like, I kind of know this person, but, like, yeah, we're, we're ready to get married. I'm not saying, like, everyone's like that who gets married young, but you know what I mean. I think it's, there's nothing wrong with taking time when it comes to, like, your personal life, taking time to get your own house, taking time to get engaged, get married, to have kids, things like that. And you know what? You really just have to tune out the people who are like, oh, you're 20-whatever and you don't have a place of your own yet, or oh, you're 
you know, you've been married for this long and you don't have kids or, you know, stupid comments like that. Just, I know it's hard, but ignore those people because really their comments are not bettering your life at all. They are not telling you something that you don't already know. Like, if someone says to you, like, wow, you're 26 and you don't have your own house yet, it's like, oh my god, geez, I didn't realize, like, I don't have my own home. I've just been living in this apartment. Wow, thank you so much for telling me that. Like, no, those people just they do not know you. They don't know your life. They are not the gatekeeper and how your life is supposed to work out. As long as, what I was saying before with the whole job thing, as long as you are doing what it is that brings you fulfillment, joy, happiness, that's all that matters. Ignore whatever those people say. Ignore whatever standards society says that by this age, you need to be this far along in your life, your personal life, your career, whatever. I think It is just so important that from this point out, people in their 20s, people around my age, that we just choose to do what makes us happy in our lives and really just ignore whatever standards society has because by abiding to society's standards, does that really do good for any people? I don't know. I think a lot of times it just brings a lot of unnecessary stress into people's life. I think if you are studying your own standards for what works best for you, your life, your personality, that's all that matters. I think you will find more happiness doing what works best for you and not worrying about where other people are in their lives, their personal lives especially. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm really up in the air and open to where I'm going to be in the next years in my life. If I also just, like, really want to try and be more spontaneous in my 20s, if I have the opportunity to live wherever to do the work that I want to do, then so be it. Like, I want to travel and explore new places. And seriously, like, I think it's all been heightened because of COVID. Like, once COVID is a lot better and we can travel more safely and move places more safely and whatnot. I want to see the world. I want to really appreciate exploring the world and living new places and I don't want to just say like I've lived in the east coast my whole life. I'm totally open to moving out west, moving in the middle of the country, moving to other countries. Like, you know, I I think Yes, although I want to live to be 100, life is so short and you really just got to start doing things that make you happy, doing things that bring you fulfillment, making decisions that ultimately benefit you because you shouldn't be living for others at the end of the day, all right? I know all of that was one big fat cliche, but sometimes you just need a little bit of a pep talk. You need a little bit of a friendly reminder, even though we've all probably heard these things multiple times. I'm not preaching anything new, but you know, sometimes you just, you just need a friendly reminder, especially during times where you can get so caught up in like the thick of it with all of your stress and things going on and yeah. So I think that's where I'm going to leave it. If you want me to talk more as like life goes on about the big changes in my life, of course, I will keep you guys updated when big exciting things happen for me. But if you want me to like 
talk more about this in the future. I definitely will because I do find it interesting. I talk about it a lot with my friends, like our views on, you know, how society says people our age should be living our lives and the standards that people have set for like 20-somethings and you know, what it is that we're aspiring for in our 20-somethings. So, if you all want me to talk about that more, I definitely will on the podcast because I enjoy talking about it. But hopefully today, I gave you a little bit more peace of mind, encouraged you a little bit. And like I said, if you're going through something and you just want some more one-on-one encouragement or you just want to vent to me, definitely DM the Daydream and Listen Instagram account or my personal one. Um, my personal Instagram is just krista.camp. It's my first and my last name with a little period in the middle. Um, but yeah, that is all I have for you guys today. Um, have an amazing rest of your day. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye guys. Bye.